episode 12 of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. We made it, guys. Okay, welcome. As you remember in the last episode, if you listened, um, if not, we'll get into that in one second. Um, I'm, I've decided not to say hello because anytime I say it, I sound like a preschool teacher, which there's nothing wrong with that. The world needs preschool teachers. Someone's got to teach the youth, but um, it's just not necessarily something I want to sound like on on this this platform. So, bonjour, comment ça va? Um, that's pretty much the only French that I picked up and remember in the 12 years that I, I took French in school. But um, anyway, yeah, how's everybody doing? It's, uh, like I said, the 12th episode. I double-checked on the number. I know we've gotten it wrong in the past, but this is it is truly the 12th episode. And, and yeah, things are good. Kind of. I was just looking at our stats. Um, they're not great. I'm seeing a lot of red. You know, they have in the little website thing or whatever... Truly don't know how I actually am able to get this onto the internet every week. It just kind of happens. Um, but yeah, the, the last episode um, is not the least amount of listens for an episode we've ever gotten. So, I mean, hey, as long as we, as long as we continue on that streak of not having the least amount of listens, then I think there's a reason to be doing this. By the year 2186, I think we could get to like a thousand listens per episode. But I was actually brainstorming ways that we could increase that number count. And I really think I was I was I was thinking on this hard. I got my whiteboard out with my little uh, eraser that I'm going to pretend that I have and my pen and I was just really brainstorming. I got that yarn thing. No, what I really did, I got that um that cork board that the police have which I have questions about, but we'll get to that in one sec. I was really trying to you know, brainstorm ways to get the podcast, you know, get our numbers up. And I think, I'm not 100% sure, I might consult legal legal counsel, legal advice. Maybe we make like a rumor that can maybe, we'll get like cease and desisted, and then maybe we'll, we'll get in the headlines, you know? Like, I don't want to actually go to court, and when they send the cease, I will desist. But I think just getting it will maybe, you know, we'll, we'll have to trademark the name. We'll have to become like a legal business. I think that could really kickstart, you know, some momentum for us. For people that don't know what I'm talking about, um, a cease and desist is like a legal document that someone would send to either like a business or a person or a brand, basically saying, you're spreading lies about me. And if you don't stop, we're going to pursue legal action. So I don't know exactly who we could spread lies about. Um, false rumors, and I don't know that me saying this as my plan kind of counteracts the rumor that I will slash maybe eventually spread. So we're we're gonna maybe we might have to do like year two of the nobody asked for this podcast season two. We'll have to do that, and then we can get a cease and desist. But back to the corkboard police folder thing. Always on these crime shows, which I'm not a huge fan of. I don't really watch too much like true crimey stuff. That was really popular. It is really popular now and has been really popular probably the last five years, but something about it just doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't do it for me, which is funny because I like, like, scary mo- like I love a scary movie, I love a horror movie, but I always find it funny when people are able to watch those types of movies, like even those like lifetime made-for-TV movies where it's like a 45-year-old, you know, recently single woman goes out on a date and she always dates the killer and the killer tries to kill her, very unfortunate. 
And she always, she never actually dies. She always makes it out. But I always find it funny how people can watch those types of movies or like actual like true crime documentaries about real like horror that happened to people and be fine, but then won't watch like The Conjuring or like Annabelle or like a, a scarier like fake movie. Like I would rather watch something fake because then you can at least tell yourself we're good. Like I can, you know, go to bed, which I have a movie recap. This is very exciting. A fake movie recap that will happen at the end. Well, the movie's, the movie's real, but it's a fake story. We'll get to that. Wow, all of, I had nothing to talk about. I turned on the mic and everything is happening. And by mic, I mean my iPhone. Don't worry, I haven't gotten more premium. But to actually close out the thought that I was talking about, I just don't understand how you can watch the true stuff, like the actual stuff that has happened, like could happen, might even happen to you know the person someone watching it, how you could watch that. And be fine, but then be scared of a horror movie. Like, I'm way more scared of, like, honestly, not to call him out, I'm more scared of some Dr. Phil episodes than I am of a horror movie because, like, that could happen to you. Like, that's, like, real people, real scenarios, you know? Like, do I think a poltergeist, a clown, whatever, is going to, like, come out of the, the drain and, like, kidnap me? I hope so, but I don't think so, you know? Like, Pennywise, not so scared of you. The guy on Dr. Phil who like had a white van and kidnapped three people for 10 years, you, I'm scared of, okay? It's just quite confusing. But back to the police corkboard situation. You know, that thing, as I was explaining before, in, in you know, movies where it's like a whodunit, where they have that big corkboard with the strings and they have pictures of each character and it's like these like, like very fancy like headshots, like they were putting it on their resume, like each individual character went to Walmart photo lab, one hour return thing, and like got a, a close up of them wearing the exact outfit that they were wearing in that episode. Like th those just never made sense to me. Like you're telling me the suspect who is a felon has a, like a glamour headshot ready for you to, to put on the board at the end of the episode. I just, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. And it's not, I, I know what you're thinking. It's probably their mugshot. It's not. It's not their mugshot. Because a mugshot, you, you see like, there's that chart. Like, do you know that chart that you're, you'd buy at Ikea when you were a kid? And then you would stand up against it and you would go on your tippy toes so that it said you were taller than you were? Mugshots have those in the background. They have those like, um, the height markers. But in these pictures, 98% of the time, there's no height markers. So... Somehow, the cops in these shows are finding these, like, perfect headshots. There's a huge spider next to me. Yikes. Save the rainforest. How do we, how do we stop this? Okay, I'm going to keep an eye on it. We're going to do Spider Watch 2022. So if I sound a little bit distracted, that's why. But we're going to keep going because this train has had several stops, and we haven't made a point yet. So to do that, in conclusion, I don't understand how these, oh wait, it's the spiders moving. I don't understand how or where these police attained these headshots. It's just a question. So I'm assuming it's more of like a, a fake TV thing. Because also, like if we're being honest, that's not how detectivism works. You know what I mean? Like in every episode, I lost track of the spider. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Anyway, in every episode, it just wraps up so neatly. Like, they always find the receipt to the place. 
that the killer was last seen with the victim, and then they find the surveillance footage. Like, in real life, I don't think it, it all kind of, you know, wraps up that neatly and is that easy to solve. So just in general, crime shows were on to you. I remember I took a, a criminology class in like Criminology 101 or whatever, like the very, very introductory criminology class. And the first thing the professor said was, if you're in here because you saw like Criminal Minds and thought that that would be fun, um, this probably isn't for you. <laughs> he was like, this is not what this is. Like if, if you actually want to study criminology, I'd love to have you. But if you're just doing this because you think it's going to be like how to get away with murder, you know, m- maybe check out a different class. And I respected that. I mean, I, I was one of the people that thought they were signing up for like, you know, law and what's that show? Law and Order 101. Um, and it definitely wasn't that. It was a lot of like almost like history type stuff, which was cool. It just wasn't what I thought I was getting into. Um, regardless, I think I almost failed that class, but I, I didn't. I, we passed in the end. All that matters is the end. Just an update on the spider. I like can't see him anymore. I'm again on my classic beanbag chair, which in 50 years when I'm, you know, world-renowned podcasting legend will go on auction for charity. Get your bids in now. It is exactly, or sorry, precisely the um, same couch in which I was infamously sitting in the chip crumbs. See the title of the last episode for further context. But um, yeah, the spider is alive, alert, awake, and enthusiastic. So, but we're going to continue in the hopes that he's not poisonous and does not bite me. And there'll be at least a 13th, if not a 14th episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. So today was a very, a very special day. It is the day of the Pumpkin Spice launch 2022. Um, as, you, as you all know, I'm sure from being loyal listeners, we are uh, currently in the midst of Pumpkin Watch 2022. Not to be confused with Spider Watch 2022, they're both very different, equally as beloved, equally, you know, putting our focus into both. One's a positive, one's a negative. Um, but the positive thing, the Pumpkin Spice Latte, is, is a key part of Pumpkin Watch 2022. It's not the official mark of Pumpkin Watch, because again, we're in August, which is very much summer. But as you know, September 1st is the beginning of fall. Now, you may be checking your calendars and thinking, Francesco, that is very incorrect. September 1st is not the beginning of fall, but I'm pretty sure I laid this out in a a previous episode, but I can just do it really quickly again. My version of the seasons is September, October, November, fall, December, January, February, winter, March, April, May, spring, June, July, August, summer. I don't know why it's not that. I've, I've detailed it all, probably like episode eight or nine, I want to guess. But regardless, I think that's how it should be. We're going to petition. I think once we get daylight savings rejected, I believe they're kind of, again, we're talking a lot of legalness in this episode. I think that once they're done legalizing the downfall of daylight savings, we can get to fixing why the hell seasons start at the end of months. Like why are we starting March or sorry, forgive me, spring like March 20-something. Why does winter start December 21st? That's the same week as Christmas. That makes no sense. But regardless, yes, the pumpkin spice latte is back. And that is usually the, it's almost like the Groundhog's Day for the beginning of autumn. Do you know how like 
Groundhog's Day happens and then we find out if there's going to be more winter or like spring's coming sooner. Like that isn't the start of the more winter or the spring coming sooner, but it's just like the the the, the first little nod to it. Because yes, we're still in summer even by my standards. So we have a couple more days till fall officially, non-officially begins. But I have had my first pumpkin flavored beverage of the year. And I just think that that's something to acknowledge and celebrate. I also had what I'm really in it for, which is the pumpkin cream cheese muffin. Now, those of you who don't know, the pumpkin tree cream cheese muffin from Starbucks is top two things that they offer. Seasonal bakery slash food items that they offer up there with the holiday stuffing panini. It's like, we'll get into that in December, but we're going to give our, our time to the pumpkin muffin today. The pumpkin cream cheese muffin, to be exact. It is a muffin. It is very moist. It has, like, pumpkin flavor in it. I don't know if there's actual pumpkin in it, but it's, like, the pumpkin seasoning or whatever. And there's a big chunk of cream cheese down the middle, and you can get it warmed up or not. Whatever whatever suits your fancy is is very good. I recommend that you try it, truly. Which, really quickly, while we're on the topic of Starbucks... Um, uh, food options. Something happened recently where they got rid of all the good stuff. There's no more oat bar. There's not even the oat fudge bar anymore. I don't believe they still carry the ginger molasses cookie. Whoever is in charge of Starbucks, like operating practices and procedures or whatever your like full title is, I would like to speak to you uh, because I'm not really understanding the um, decisions that you're making as someone who whose job really is to serve the public. So as a, a member of the public, um, I'm saying enough is enough. Bring back the good food. Because, I mean, offering like a dry croissant in place of the moist ginger molasses cookie just makes absolutely no sense to me. And it is harmful. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Also, just kind of part of, of Pumpkin Watch uh, 2022, I would like to note that I have uh, completed... My second bag of candy corn for the year. Again, we are still in summer by all counts. Um, my count, the calendars count, the global count. Um, and I've, I've gone through two bags of candy corn. So I think that is something to celebrate. The next sort of milestone on the Pumpkin Watch 2022 would be um, visitation of a pumpkin patch. I have yet to go to a pumpkin patch since the um, maybe first grade whatever grade they take you on the field trip, it's either kindergarten, Gordon, kindergarten Ramsey, grade one or grade two. And I don't necessarily know that I want to experience a pumpkin patch again, but as soon as I start seeing people's Instagram stories of them at the pumpkin patch, picking a pumpkin, you know, petting the stray goats that go there. Has anyone ever noticed that? Why is there always like, like there's not a petting zoo at these pumpkin patches, but there's just like a llama randomly somewhere like i don't even know how a llama got here or goat or some or whatever the one whatever one with the horns i think it's a llama but that sounds wrong if maybe a goat a deer no i don't think you pet deers any regardless there's always like an animal but it's not in like uh i guess this is good it's not like in a a special section where you pet them they're just kind of roaming free which on second thought is probably healthier for the poor animal yeah but once i start seeing that sort of content you know people eventually making jack-o'-lanterns, using the pumpkin seeds, which is really what I'm in it for. I love a pumpkin seed, a fresh pumpkin seed. Never, never goes wrong. You can never go wrong with when it comes out of the oven. You get the little pumpkin seeds. Because I bought pumpkin seeds 
a while ago and they don't actually give you the the i think like the outside like the shell part like the white part they just give you the like green like actual seed in the middle which is the worst part if i wanted to have something like like that i would just have like a sunflower seed <clears throat> excuse me i can barely speak pronounce words and my voice gives out like every five to six minutes i don't know why i thought this was a good idea like nothing that i can provide is like podcast worthy yet here i am <clears throat> so while i clear that that up literally out of my throat yeah, don't buy store-bought pumpkin seeds. I think you're just, it, it's not right. Unless they're the full white shell that you can then heat up and pretend that you were just at a pumpkin patch, petting the goats, picking the pumpkin, gutting the pumpkin, doing the whole process. Unless you can like put them in the microwave and recreate that experience, I would just say, you know, forget about it, honestly. Okay, so in an effort to sort of re um, reframe get back to my roots of how the podcast started. I'm going to bring back some of the old segments, um, at least for this episode. Now, I have to be really honest. You know, we always love acknowledging the elephants in the room. Um, I have not yet um, worked towards producing for you the episode that I talked about two weeks ago, said was going to happen last week, didn't happen last week. And then last week I said, you know, it'll happen eventually. Well, we're not at eventually yet. So I appreciate the patience and know that a actual structured, like not scripted, but planned episode will be coming to you eventually. But in the meantime, I'm going to bring back some of the um, old, and when I say old, I mean like, what, two months old? How long have we been doing this? Like a couple months? Old segments that we used to do. So we're going to start with the content recap. I actually have some content to recap, and it is in the form of a movie. Um, so this is a prequel. If anyone saw, it's a hard movie to talk about because basically the whole premise of the movie is a spoiler. Like if I tell you what the movie's about, it's a spoiler. So I'll try and set it up in, in the best way that I can that's not spoiler. Um, so the movie that I watch is a, it, it's a scary movie. This is a, We're really all tying together here. This is very Pumpkin Watch 2022 horror movie, spoopy type of stuff. Um, it's the prequel to the movie Orphan. Now, Orphan is, again, without spoiling it, is a movie about a kid who is adopted by a family who I believe um, has one kid already and, like, either lost a kid or, like, has always wanted another kid or there's, there's some sort of something, some sort of struggle. So at the beginning of the movie, they adopt this, um, this uh, little girl who was an orphan, you know, lost her, her parents and her, her whole family. She was, I believe, in an orphanage, and they adopted her. And, of course, all goes awry. And there's a, there's a twist at the end of the movie that I, I won't spoil. Again, I don't know who listens to this or who cares, so, but just in case, I won't spoil it. There's a twist at the end of the movie that basically is the reason that there's a movie, if that makes sense. Like, the movie doesn't make sense without the twist. So... This week, I watched the, the, like, the second movie, but it's like a prequel, so it's about what happened before the stuff that happened in the first movie, and it was pretty good. I can't, I won't, I won't spoil anything that happens, but essentially, it's the same little girl, just in a different family, and I, I enjoyed it. I would, I would recommend watching both, and I think because there was such a big twist in the first one, you're kind of like, how could they do something that, like that again, you know, like how could they have a, a bigger twist? But I think they actually did a pretty good job at like making 
the twist as big. So it's, it's, they're both very twisty. I would recommend watching both. And, and the good thing about me is I basically forget every movie ever. So the fact that this was... Like, I could... I'm, I'm not kidding you. I could watch a movie, watch it six months later, and be completely shocked at the twists again. Like, if there's, like... Unless it's, like, major... Something like The First Orphan, where, like, it's kind of the whole reason that there was a movie in the first place. Unless it's something like that, like, I will completely forget. Like, I'll forget who the killer is. I'll forget that, you know, who we think is the stepdaughter is actually the mom and, you know, whatever, like, details like that. I will completely forget I could watch it fresh. Which is good because then I can get more mileage out of these movies that have, like, these big twists. The problem with that is if I ever watch a sequel, whoever, if I ever watch a sequel, I will never remember what happened in the first movie enough to understand what the sequel is trying to tell me. But the fact that this was a prequel, you don't really have to know what happened in the first one. It just helps to know like the actual twist of the first one because it's still like applied in the in the in the second one, the prequel or whatever. So I'd watch. I recommend watching both. You could just watch one or the other. You'll understand it nonetheless. So yeah, there you go. See, I had a structured recap. I feel like I'm on the radio or the news where they give those recaps. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Orphan. And the new orphan slash old orphan because it happens after it. I'm going to give it four out of four um, Nike slides from winners. There you go. Also, some tragic news, some food news, which is obviously a recurring segment, not a named one, but a recurring segment. Um, with the end of of summer looming, that means the end of. This is going to be hard to say. The summer dollar drink days. And, and basically any sort of summer promotion that these restaurants are offering us. Uh, you know, I, I detailed heavily my journey with the Wendy's Frosty. As you know, Wendy's does a small Frosty for 99 cents. Um, that for a while was actually a small Frosty for 99 cents and has now turned into um, pretty much two spoonfuls and a small cup Frosty for 99 cents. Regardless, you were paying 99 cents. When summer ends, that kind of summer deal unfortunately expires. Um, but more importantly, the summer drink days at, or sorry, the dollar drink days, forgive me, at McDonald's are going to be coming to an end. I, I don't know the exact date. I'm scared to look it up. I don't want to know. Because when that happens, it really like takes over my, um, it becomes a part of a part of my day. I'll get either uh, iced coffee or Diet Coke, you would think the time of day that I go would decipher whether or not I got an iced coffee or a Diet Coke. Um, it doesn't. I've been there at 9 a.m. and gotten a Diet Coke. I've been there at 11.30 p.m. and gotten an iced coffee. So I really like to switch it up. I also would love to know, like, there should be some sort of um, tracker thing where I could track how many times I bought a, a dollar iced coffee because I think of it as like, oh, this is such a good deal. Right. It is, but unless you go 70 times in the summer and you've spent 70 bucks that you probably wouldn't have spent elsewhere. Because after the summer ends, I never get... Well, no, that's not true. I'll get a nice coffee from time to time. But I don't really go and just get a Diet Coke. Because really, if you wanted a cheap fountain soda, you just go to like 7-Eleven any time of year and it's like 70 cents. I'm sure now it's like 99 because of inflation, but you know. You know, nothing we can do about that. Actually, speaking of 7-Eleven, I do want to do, and you can hold me to this, I do want to do an episode where I try the food from 7-Eleven 
Because I go in there and I can't tell if those little, like, taquito things spinning on the hot dog spinners and, like, their chicken wings, I can't tell if it's actually the grossest thing I've ever seen and not food or probably pretty good. Their pizza, I don't trust. I only trust, the only, like, bad pizza I trust is Little Caesars because I've had it so much that I think I'm immune to whatever toxins they're trying to get into your bloodstream. So those I'm fine with, but I don't really want to add new toxic pizza atoms, ions, whatever, protons, neurons. Um, I don't really want to add that into my current gut flora as we've um, discussed. Actually, we haven't discussed as much because as you might have noticed, the gut update segment has um, really gone down the toilet. I haven't done it in weeks. And here's the thing. For everybody saying, and by everyone, I mean like two people saying that it's a gross segment, I'll have you know the episodes where we did the gut the gut update are some of our highest rated episodes. I well, I, I just have to tell you. So I mean, hey, maybe if I start talking about my diarrhea a little bit more, we'll be able to you know boost up those sales, and then I won't have to get cease and desist letters from random companies for spreading rumors about them that I've already told you are going to be fake. So I mean, that's really something to think about. Something I will not miss about the summer is um, bug bites. Although I didn't get my yearly calf, like huge swollen bug bite. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but every year, maybe with like the exception of one or two years in the past, like recent memory, I would get on my left sort of calf, this huge bug bite that would swell and swell and swell into the size of like literally a golf ball. And would stay that way until I put ice on it for like 10 minutes and then it would go down. Now you could be thinking, hmm, why don't you just put ice on it sooner? Um, that's, a, that's a very good question. I don't know. Maybe I'll put ice on the eventual spider bite I get after Spider Watch 2022. Maybe I've grown since then. But I don't know. I was always just too lazy to do it. But this year I didn't even have to be lazy. I was lazy, but I didn't have to be because I didn't, I didn't get my big bug bite. So I guess I'm immune. Speaking of immunity... I have to talk about a phenomenon that I don't think is being discussed. I might have to rejoin, um, what's it called when you're in acad- academia? I might have to rejoin academia and get some studies done on this phenomena of Labor Day immunity. Now, what Labor Day immunity is, is after you are um, out of school, Labor Day doesn't actually mean anything because when you're in school, Labor Day is essentially the worst day of the year because it's your last day of freedom before school. And it is terrible because you're obviously not enjoying your last day of freedom when you're thinking of all the work you have to do for the next 10 months until summer happens again. So for for anyone experiencing non-Labor Day immunity, I I very much apologize as someone fully vaccinated against uh, Labor Day, um, you know, the Labor Day blues. I I stand not with you because I'm not there, but I I empathize with, with your pain. You know, obviously, I I hope for all of you to one day reach a place of Labor Day immunity. But you know what? These are my words of wisdom. If you have Labor Day blues, just know that that meant that you had something to, you know, to miss. You'll you'll miss your, your summer because you had a good one. Now, what would be a terrible place to be in is to be excited to go back to school because your summer sucked. That person, we're going to just take a moment of silence for. Okay, ready? Okay, done. Uh, yeah, that, that would suck if you had a summer and it was terrible. So, 
you know, th- wherever you lie in that in that spectrum, we're thinking of you today. But I hope everybody enjoyed their, to quote Phineas and Ferb, 104 days of summer vacation. Where did they come up with that number? I assume it just rhymed with the rest of the of the theme song. For people who never watched that show, Phineas and Ferb was a show about these, um, uh, mainly like two kids, but a group of kids during summer break. Um, every episode happened during summer break. The show went on for about eight years. So explain to me how that timeline worked. I don't know. Um, but in the theme song, they say that there's 104 days of summer vacation. And I always took that as um, fact. So I, I really thought like, Labor Day came around. I'm like, wow, this is the hundredth and fourth day of summer vacation. The, it flies. And then I looked at the calendar and did the math, and it's actually like maybe seventy. So I don't know what what type of what district, what catchment, what um, county Phineas and Ferber from, where they're getting 104 days of summer vacation. But I would like to move there. Well, I would I would have to get into a time machine where I would I was back into school. Then I would move there. And, and kind of collect that. Or maybe I could do some sort of rebate program. Do you know, like if you buy something from some stores and then like the next week it goes on sale, you can go back and like get the, the money and get the difference. Which is interesting that stores offer that because you, you think they would be like, you snooze, you lose. But they don't, they're nice. So I would actually like to go to whoever whoever I could and say, listen, I need about 30 extra summer days for the 12 years I was a student in school. So at quick math, that would be like 366, 366 days, which is one day short of a year unless it's a leap year. So I will take the next available leap year or yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever year there's a February 29th, I'm going to take that whole day off or sorry, that whole year off rather, um, as my, um, recoupments that's not a word but we're going to make it one of my recoupments for not getting the 104 days of summer vacation as promised to me by the Phineas and Ferb soundtrack what also made no sense about that show is as I said before every episode took place in summer break and it went on for like hundreds of episodes they had like Christmas episodes how do you have a Christmas episode in between two episodes about summer break and expect us to be following the timeline I guess they just didn't really expect us to follow the timeline. That's the thing about these kid shows is you watch them as like, not even adult, just as like, like an older person. And you're like, wow, they really thought I was an idiot. Like they really thought I was just stupid. And the sad part is we were like they, we totally bought anything that they told us. There's 104 days of summer vacation. Sure. Winter break happens in the middle of summer vacation. Sure summer vacation lasts for eight seasons sure like i never even questioned it and like hannah montana too not hannah montana too as in the second one but hannah montana as well like again just a quick recap i don't want to spoil it similarly how i didn't want to spoil orphan but hannah montana a show about a girl who is both a normal girl and a superstar she has the best of both worlds that's a theme song as well that i would recommend checking out and the only thing different, different between the version of the, of the girl who's a pop star and the girl who is just a regular girl who goes to school is that one of them has blonde hair and one of them has brown hair. It's a wig. And we are, as a society, expected to believe that everyone just saw this girl hiding in plain sight 
and no one and no one recognized that hmm that's her just in a brown wig um, or no sorry i guess she wore a, a blonde wig like really like not one person at even at the school was like you sound a lot like hannah montana because that's the thing miley the version of the girl that wasn't the, the pop star i'm sure everyone's seen you know hannah montana it's a classic how could you not she would literally sing like at the school talent show and nobody thought hmm that sounds a lot like hannah montana and hmm she looks a lot like hannah montana just with brown hair hmm maybe that's a wig but again we just bought it and actually the real thing i can't even think of the word but the real um kerfuffle that's not the right word but you'll get what i mean is in the movie spoiler alert she literally tells her whole hometown. She goes back to Nashville or whatever, or like Tennessee, or like whatever farm country she was from, I think, in like the South. And she, in front of the whole town at like the fundraiser, we've talked about this before, how in every small town movie, there has to be some sort of fundraiser to save the town. She performs at this fundraiser and takes off her wig and is like, I'm Hannah Montana. Or, or Hannah Montana was singing and took off her wig and said, I'm Miley, whatever her last name was in the, her fake last name was in the movie. And you're telling me nobody took a picture, nobody leaked it to the internet, nobody, like, told anybody. I'd imagine there was, like, some Reddit thread. Like, somebody from the town must have taken it to the, even the dark web. But you know what probably happened? To make this all go full circle, probably someone who lived in her hometown who saw at the fundraiser that she wasn't who she said she was, probably saw an opportunity to make money, tried to go on the dark web, found, found their way down. How do you even get to the dark web? Everyone talks about the dark web, but I don't know how to get there. I don't necessarily want to get there. I would just like to know like, how that happens. Um, but regardless, you know, to continue with the story, I bet you know, the kid that saw, saw an opportunity to sell this information, make some money, maybe get out of the small farm town they wrote somebody powerful or you know whoever you go to leak information hannah montana heard about it and she sent a cease and desist isn't that a nice little bow a nice little period at the end of the sentence we brought it home i think that's the perfect place to end thank you for listening i appreciate your time as i say every week please Listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher. Tell your Alexa to play Nobody Asked for This Podcast. And then tell her, not that one. And then tell her, not that one either. And then tell her, no. And then tell her, that's the right one. I'm sure we'll be the last one to, to pop up in that rotation. You can also follow us on Instagram. Again, I don't know who us is, but I'm going to say us. You can follow us on Facebook. We are on TikTok, Twitter. I think that's all. Um, we have actually a website. I haven't talked about the website in a little bit. It's um, uh, podcast.nobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. There you'll have everywhere to find us, all our social media. Um, all the episodes, you can just listen straight on there. And yeah, I really, I really appreciate you listening. So... Have a great week. We'll see you on episode 13. Ooh, speaking of spooky, episode 13 is coming up. It'll get you. See you then.